a warm welcome to you all on this Monday, the 19th of August. As many of you know, these programs aim to introduce triangles to those people who are new to the work and to encourage them in the forming of their own triangles. They also aim to create a space for those people who are already engaged in triangles to participate in a visualization exercise to support and to strengthen the planetary network. Using the power of focused thought to uplift, transform and illuminate human consciousness, each triangle formed becomes part of a larger network of light and goodwill. Three people come together and daily link in thought to circulate energy through the points of their triangle. Envisioning their triangle as part of a worldwide network, they pour beneficent healing energies into the vast planetary triangular energy field surrounding the planet. These energies in turn act as an imperative and a catalyst to spiritualize human thinking and action and to turn the gaze and focus of the human family to the light, to the realms of inspiration and of eternal goodness. The network is created and is vitalized by the daily work of each individual member. The cumulative effect of the many thousands of members all over the world who come together in consciousness to serve humanity makes it a powerful, redemptive and effective tool. Every focused triangle that is added to the network enhances the whole, lightens the mental atmosphere of the planet and helps to relate the inner and outer worlds. Once triangles links are built in mental substance, they can be brought alive when any one member does the work. The, the true synchronization is in the purpose and intention of those involved, not in the question of time. It therefore only takes a few minutes and can be done at any time during the day. And as you know, it's completed by the sounding of the great invocation. So if you are new to the work and resonate to the theme of planetary service through the power of thought, then you might consider forming a triangle. And those who have triangles, you may wish to form another. And if you're looking for triangles partners, then you can use former triangle online at the Lucis Trust website, or you can um, register your interest in the chat box here on this webinar. If you do form a triangle, we would appreciate it if you would register it at www.triangles.org. Before we go any further, let's take a moment to visualize ourselves as a group in alignment with all Triangles workers everywhere.
see the group as a vast sphere of lighted purposeful energy. See the world teacher standing at the heart of this sphere, radiating and enlivening all triangles workers everywhere. See spin out from this innermost center, shining threads of etheric substance pouring through us, uniting us as one with each other. Visualize these threads of light as lines of scintillating beauty radiating out throughout the world. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events. And bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love.
We have said that there is no need to synchronize in time with our triangle's partners, that the work can be done at any time of the day. In reality, we are creating a matrix in consciousness on the mental plane that is timeless and vivify, vivified through our daily striving to link with our partners in thought and together to say the great invocation. As we know, a thought once created continues to exist even after our minds have moved on to thinking about something else. And it is, it is our daily effort to re-engage with our triangle's partners and revisit the words of the great invocation that we strengthen this thought form increasing its potency and power to change human thinking. We thus work like the hierarchy, whose joint ashramic meditation is called by us the plan. A thought, therefore, exists simultaneously in the past, present and future. And given that the entire universe has been created and evolves through the power of thought, which is only another word for controlled meditation, we can surmise that its past, present and future must therefore exist simultaneously too. Which leads to the question, what is time? Einstein is quoted as saying that the distinction between past, present and future is only a stubbornly persistent illusion. John Wheeler, the theoretical physicist who worked with Niels Bohr to explain the basic principles behind nuclear fusion, is quoted as saying that time is what prevents everything from happening at once. Time is purely a product of consciousness, or in the Tibetans' words, a sequence of the states of consciousness as registered by the human brain. The thought form in which we live and move and have our being, while to us has a past, present and future, is a reality that exists in all its, all its phases all at once. It is a product of the combined meditation of numerous subjective spiritual and mental groups and it's held in place by the will of the planetary Logos who manifests through the three major rays. We read that in point of time the cosmic lord of active intelligence considered from the standpoint of cosmic evolution is more evolved than his two brothers. He is the life of matter, its latent internal fire. His is the fire essence that lies at the heart of the sun of the, of the planet and of man's material forms. He is the sum total of the past. The Lord of cosmic love now seeks union with his brother and in point of time embodies all the present. He is the Son Divine and his life and nature evolves through every existent form. The Lord of Cosmic Will 
holds hid the future within his plans and consciousness. They are all three the sons of one father, all three the aspects of the one God, all three are spirit, all three are soul, and all three are rays emanating from one cosmic center. All three are substance, but in the past one Lord was the elder son, in the present another Lord comes to the fore, and in the future still another. But this is so only in time. From the standpoint of the eternal now, none is greater nor less than another. For the first, for the last shall be first and the first out of manifestation, time is not. Therefore, a result of consciousness. And while conventional thinking suggests that time only moves forward, research is beginning to suggest that time is not quite so straightforward or predictable. That choices made in the present might actually change what took place in the past. Experiments undertaken by Wheeler with a variation on the famous double slit experiment showed that when a decision was made after the experiment was underway, the present, it determined how the particle behaved when the experiment began in the past. So if the past is affected by what happens in the present in the world of particles, then it can surely happen to us as we are made up of particles even though we are seemingly locked into the events we perceive of as reality through our consciousness of time. This has massive implications for our relationship with time because the choices we make today may in fact directly affect things that have already happened in the past. Brandon in his book The Divine Matrix says that all it could all it could be, it, sorry, it could be we already change our past as we learn from our mistakes. And we've been doing so all the time. Maybe it's so common that our choices to reverberate backward in time that this occurs without our knowing it or even giving it a second thought. He goes on to say that our world may work like a cosmic feedback loop with lessons of the present changing the past. While this may seem very difficult to take on board, if we look at it in terms of relationships, we begin to gain some idea of its truth. For example, if one through the power of forgiveness can heal a relationship in the present, one finds that the cleavages that existed between these two parties in the past fade in the light of forgiveness. It becomes increasingly difficult to remember or understand what it was that maintained the cleavage because the power of true forgiveness works backward. Through our work in meditation we are trying to transcend time, to recognize and see in the moment the unity of all that exists where there is no separation between the past and the present from the future. We strive to become then what we truly are, 
points of divine dynamic will, focused in the soul, but arriving at an awareness of being through the use of the form. Identified then with the larger purpose, where each moment is seen in relation to divine purpose. So as we go about our triangles visualization, let us recognize that as we do so, we are not only preparing the seeds for the future, but are also healing the past. So let us now go into meditation. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working in this Triangles Meditation Group. In the center of the will of God I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network.
hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy of the planet and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of love.
Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of people everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relations. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Sound the great invocation silently or aloud. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center 
which we call the human race. Let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you. Now we come to the um, section where you may share your comments or thoughts. Um, you can do that by typing in the question box or raising your hand to speak. Hi, Christine. Christine, I had a, a question or a comment. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very interesting idea to consider changing the present by somehow changing the past. Um, and if the past can be changed through the power of thought today, it would seem then that the plan even though it seems to me, at least from my understanding, that we might have, um, we might be somewhat delayed in the working out of the plan in relationship to the Tibetans' uh, prophecies or whatever. But if we, uh, who are working in triangles and other modalities of human consciousness, if we really rise to the occasion as fully as we can, then perhaps we can 
ameliorate some of the past uh, blockages and move forward rather quickly at the present time into a brighter future. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, although you say that the yeah some of the prophecies made by the Tibetan seem delayed. Um, I wonder whether it's just because because of our inability to see from a high enough vision and see the truth of what's going on. Um, maybe a lot of it is happening. It's yeah. just that we're not aware of it. Um, and there's so much happening, so much light. Yes. Uh, and there are so many groups now operating and working with that light. And it's, it's, you know, our, our media never focuses on any of that. It's all the ne negativity. And, and so we are really quite unaware of the reality of, of, the, the, of the beauty of what is emerging at the moment. Um, so I don't know, maybe, maybe things are happening. Oh, def definitely uh, they a, are. Yeah, definitely they're happening for sure. Mm. It's just, um, for example, one thing, you know, but we could look at it from a different perspective, but this idea that the Second World War spelled the death knell of materialism, perhaps that death knell just has to ring for quite a long time before it really, <laughs> uh, you know. But I think also it's in terms of everything moves on a spiral and we have to keep revisiting yes. our materialistic nature. I mean, maybe we are slightly less materialistic or maybe we're not. But the point is that we have to keep revisiting um, because we are on this, this uh, ever-rising spiral and repetition is, is the keynote of our system, isn't it? We have to keep going through our lessons to make sure we've learned them yeah. <laughs> or not. Yeah. And so I think that's a lot of what is happening, you know. Um, it's just materialism has taken a different form, maybe a slightly different way of being. And we're being tested again and we will continue to be tested until eventually we become more spiritual than we are material. Yes. There's quite a few comments, so you probably mm. want to read some of them. So, um, so we have Ginny saying, a great meditation, oh, I've lost her. <laughs> um, oh. Sorry, my computer's a bit slow. Um, great meditation. Please mention the cycle of conference work going on now through through till the 23rd of August. And there's information on the website. Yes, yeah, so any of you who aren't working with the cycle of conferences work, it is uh, important work. Um, and you can get information on that 
on the uh, Lucis Trust website. And the, the current cycle of conferences on the uh, the religions, uh, the religious organisations coming together, looking at peace. So it's a really vital conference. And so working together to help um, focus the thought um, and stimulate further thought is very helpful. Um, so that's the cycle of conferences work. Um, Herman asks about the Divine Matrix. It's actually a book um, um, by Greg Brandon that's actually quite interesting to read. So that's uh, the Divine Matrix by Greg Brandon. Um, there's a someone has her hand raised, so let me see if I can unmute her. Um, hmm. Okay, let's see. Maria, did you have a comment? Ah, uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. No. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. It's the first time, and I didn't know what to do. It's okay, no problem, no problem. Um, and there's another one, Damien. Hello? Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I was just thinking when you were talking about thought and focused thought. I mean, a couple of years ago, I went down the country in Ireland to do a Buddhist meditation retreat. And the meditation that they were taught, that they taught was preserved in Burma. For the last 500 years, it was the particular meditation that the Buddha taught. But anyway, it was held in what was called noble silence for 10 days. And on the ninth day, the noble silence was lifted. And I remember after the meditation was from half, we start at half five in the morning and we'd finish at nine at night. But on uh, Saturday, when the noble silence was lifted after half five, I went for a walk around the grounds. And when I went in for breakfast, now the dining room was within a monastery. It was around 100 feet by 40 feet. It was huge. And as I got to the door, everybody was speaking. And just for a very brief second, I actually couldn't get through the door. Now the doors were open. So I went in and I sat down and I was just, there was no space. Everybody was talking. You know, and I'm sure they were talking about their experience for the last nine days. And, and it was my first experience of how we leave space for nothing, that the spiritual energies, they have to come through all that. And it was very amazing for me. That was the first experience I had with how we're actually taking, taking space up. So I, I just thought I'd share that tonight. Thank you. That's okay. Thank you very much for that. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Um, there's actually a really interesting YouTube uh, 30 minute film that I would recommend, which is called What is Reality? Um, and it's about time. And um, it's uh, what the physicists 
are actually finding out about time as we speak, the fabric of space and time. So it's called What is Reality? So if you just Google What is Reality on YouTube, it's really worth watching. Um, and Maria Christina says, in one of DK's books, he comments that the greater challenge of the Christ is to link the past with the future for creating the present. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. And Nathaniel is asking to say more about the power of forgiveness working backwards. If, I, I, I would say that if you truly forgive someone, you forget the past um, problem, the past cleavage, the past issue that caused the cleavage. And in that way, you're mending the past. You're mending that cleavage. <coughs> and so in the present, you forgive, truly forgive. Therefore, that which held you apart in the past no longer exists. And for me, that is perhaps the easiest way of getting to grips with this idea that what happens in the present can actually heal the past. Because that is quite a hard concept to get your head around, <laughs> given that um, we are very much focused, that you know, time is, 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 is how our consciousness works. Um, so that was really the only way that I could really relate to that idea. Uh, there's another hand raised. So um, I'm not sure. I think this is Rebecca or maybe it's Phoenix, Sam, <laughs> one of the three. Sam. You can call me whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Sam will do. Um, yeah, I was just, I've been thinking of this for quite a while and so the wonderful meditation reminded me to sort of speak up about it was um, when we do tri our triangles and connect with people all over the world, we can sometimes stop and think, do I connect by the quickest route? Do I connect by going through the planet, around the planet? Or do I connect by the longest route? And we also sort of connect with, like you said before, with... Um, Gemini linking um, Leo and Aquarius and the Cirrus and Venus and Earth connections. And it starts to take you on a greater dimensions. But also if we're, if I'm linking with um, here in England with America, I'm going back in time. So is that how we're sort of healing by thinking of all those other dimensions? I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Thank you for that, Sam. Because um, I think, you know, if we, we can link, uh, as you say, with other people in other countries, um, and that brings in to, uh, into the 
ether, if you like, the idea of the fact that we could link, we can link through our meditations at, a, at an even higher uh, levels of consciousness. We can link with the hierarchy and and maybe even the other the beings on other planets. Who knows? So the, this is all perhaps possible and something to think about. So thank you, Sam. Thank you. And uh, Diana says, thank you. Um, it's so encouraging to think that the past is changed based on the decisions that we make at any given moment. Understanding that our thinking is basically one or two or maybe three dimensional if we just consider and expand how we perceive things actually opens up all the possibilities that truly exist right alongside and expanding from the point that we are. And I think that links uh, very beautifully with what Sam was saying. You know, there are many possibilities and many links that we can make if we um, put our minds to it. And Catherine says, this is an opening in which timelines are merging past, present and future in synthesis to make room for the divine creative potential. Thank you. And Mary has uh, pointed out that the Divine Matrix was written by Greg Brandon, Bra Braden, not Brandon. Sorry about that. Thank you for pointing that out. So it's Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N. Oh, and someone's very kindly put the YouTube, um, the What is Reality YouTube clip, the link. Um, and Michael says, just a thought on materialism fading and ignoring time. I wonder if the measure of success is the greater number of people simultaneously conscious on higher levels, such as through triangles and inevitably leading to the outcome. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that, Michael. The more people that are simultaneously conscious on higher levels will be the cause of a greater spiritual understanding and less materialism. And Roswitha says, in fact, time is man-made. Yes, don't we know it with our clocks and our phones that tell us the time all the time. Okay, I know there are quite a few messages, um, but I think it's time now to um, take a moment to uh, just center ourselves once more. 
So thank you for your contribution. And for more information, you can see on the screen. So take a moment and then we'll sign off. Thank you for participating. <laughs>